is Kevin Kelm. This is WZ Daily. Wrestle Zone Daily. It's on the daily, but it's actually just Monday through Thursday. And then we put out some extra stuff on a podcast feed. Oh, yes. We actually have some really great extra stuff we just dropped there earlier today. I spoke with David McLean. Robert DeFelis, I spoke with David McLean, the man behind Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, now with WOW. Got to talk to him, so that podcast is up. How about that? Isn't that something? I think that's really that's really something, Kevin. That made me say WOW. Yeah, it made you say WOW. And actually, a very entertaining guy. He has over you know 30-plus years in the business and a very entertaining perspective on things. Also coming Are we up, getting skits. Can you confirm that? Uh, well, Are we he, getting skits on WoW? He did say that the show would emphasize fun. That it was something where they actually did market research, and I love this. They went to wrestling fans' houses and watched. Like, we're going to watch a half an hour of wrestling with you. And we're going to show you a bunch of clips, and you tell us what you like about this. You like like about that, and then we're going to show you some of our show. And they said, everyone said they wanted something to watch with their whole family, even though they were wrestling fans. And they wanted something that was fun. So they emphasized fun. So maybe we do get the skits and we do get a little bit of the glowness to it. But they have some great talent on that show. And you can hear all about it in the interview we have up now on our podcast feed. A lot of big news. Also coming from WrestleZone.com. We'll get into all of it. Kenny Omega. What's going on with him? What's the latest on All Elite Wrestling? We got wrestlers asking for their release reportedly in WWE. We're two weeks from the Royal Rumble. We got the fast food. Um, um, um. Royal Rumble coming up. And another big show that we launched on our podcast feed, so you can just subscribe to it. We, I think we're doing, at this point, we're doing over, over four and a half hours of content for free every single week. So go subscribe, Russell's on Radio on iTunes. If you're just enjoying the live stream, spread it, share the link as well. Another bonus show we put up there with the D'Angelo Brothers. This is a pretty cool throwback show. Our show is all about what's going on now in wrestling, right? We, You and I have to keep track of so many things every single day. That's right. But this one is with the D'Angelo brothers. It's called Get the Tray Tables because they're going to be in front of the TV with those TV trays munching down, watching old school wrestling, and all the episodes of stuff that they'll watch will be no longer than 10 to 25 years old. So if you just hate wrestling in high definition, well, this is the show for you. It's quite funny. And the cool thing is uh, Dominic will have his brother on the show, and his brother is like a lapsed fan. So there's a lot of things he hasn't seen, so he only likes stuff from a specific era, so the whole show is just Dominic trying to get his brother to stop being into old school wrestling and get into some new stuff. They'll also uh, touch on some other different things like that that are going on in the day-to-day, so don't feel like they'll be completely out of the loop. Very entertaining show. You know what? Shout out to Dominic, though. He created a very cool uh, AEW Revenge video game box art, yeah. like the old WCW Revenge, and this got a lot of hits. Mm. People are digging it. Yeah. So why don't we get right in here into our leadoff topic. This is uh, coming from Tokyo Sports Awards. Uh, They broke the big story about Kenny Omega. What is the future of Kenny Omega? Now, he announced uh, to Tokyo Sports, a newspaper publication in Japan, that he would not be returning to New Japan Pro Wrestling after losing the IWGP Heavyweight Championship at Wrestle Kingdom and that his future was indetermined. Now, Tokyo Sports said he will end up in All Elite Wrestling, the group with the the, the group that's led by Cody Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks, multi-million dollar backing there from the Khan family. Just a lot of stuff going on with them. Let me adjust my chair here. So a lot of people were kind of surprised that he just didn't say he was going to All Elite Wrestling. 
And then there was some speculation that he could be going to WWE. And there was speculation uh, of a reported number that he was he was offered in the millions. That he was offered millions of dollars up front. The market value for talented wrestlers that are free agents right now is much, much higher. Uh, and we'll get into all that's going on, but let's just focus on, a, on a, an Omega. He recently accepted an award for the best bout of 2018 from Tokyo Sports, along with Kazuchika Okada. They did have that best match last year. That Dominion match was insane, yeah, if you haven't seen it. And while he was speaking to them, we have this up at WrestleZone.com, and accepting the award, he was obviously asked the big question, where are you going to go? What's, what's your future? And he said he's going to be on a large international platform. So very vague, very unclear of what that platform could be. Now, obviously, people are going to want to say he's going to go to All Elite. He's got to be going to All Elite. But let's just look at that large international platform. What sounds sounds like a large international platform? All Elite Wrestling, which is a group that has over $100 million of seed money behind it. You could say that they're an international platform with the Kong group behind them. That's in Jacksonville. That's in London. That's international, right? They have some investment yeah. all over the world in a lot of different sports boxes. So you could say that's an international platform. But when you say international platform, doesn't world wrestling entertainment come to mind? Doesn't that, doesn't that, ooh, doesn't that salt up your lips, make you a little bit thirsty? Robert, what do you say? It does. I think. I think it'll be interesting to see the end of January and see where Kenny Omega goes. Like, let's be honest, he might not even be there, but the entire hype of the Royal Rumble is going to be, is Kenny Omega in this match? And then if he is, what happens? Does Kenny Omega come right into WWE if he's going and go all the way? Hmm. Hmm. So it's just uh, the big question. I, I mean, he's definitely... Of the free agents that are out there that everyone's, you know, trying to sign up now with with all elite wrestling really just raising the bar in terms of what wrestlers are worth out there. Ring of Honor signed up a bunch of different guys. Uh, Roosh, Roosh was signed to a deal exclusively for Ring of Honor. MLW is trying to get him. So you're seeing contract wars in multiple different directions. You know, like uh, our own Ross Berman at WrestleZone referred to, will he sign here? Will this guy get this extra bonus? You'll find out on the next episode of Contract Wars. <laughs> like, that, that's kind of what's going on now. The war the war is not a Monday Night War right now. The war is a free market race, and, and there will be casualties. Uh, I don't know what that'll be, what promotion will get smashed by this whole thing, but if you're trying to be on TV... And all wrestling comes in, and they don't get a right, you know, they they don't get the right TV deal. Who knows how this lasts? I don't know. But right now, it's very interesting. I think they're in this for the long haul. They have a lot of money. They have Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho did a solo podcast for an hour. He talked about everything that led to him signing with All Elite Wrestling, everything he's been going through in the last two years, and why he signed with them. Revealed some big things. He revealed that this is the biggest money offer he's ever received. I listened to it last night. Another thing is he revealed that, you know, the payout he got from WWE for working the greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia was one of the biggest of his career. So that was also just an individual night payout. So he was still talking to WWE within the last year about doing other stuff. And some things didn't come together and some things didn't click and blah, blah, blah. And everything else he was doing outside of it seemed to be a little bit more appealing. And he he thought it was worth the risk. And that this entire promotion, he thinks, is going to be put on him. 
that he's going to be positioned as the big star in this thing and that he's very hungry to work with Hangman Page. Uh, if you got Chris Jericho and he's not your main event, you're in all elite wrestling. I don't, you know, I don't know where you're going, but do you do more Omega Jericho? You know, do you do I more? So. Do you you think they do? I think so. I think if you've got Omega and the main event isn't some kind of a tournament where you have tournament Hangman versus a ne- tournament it's Hangman versus Neville, and yeah. then you do uh, Jericho Omega two or three. And then you have the winner of those matches crown the first AEW champion. I think mm. that's an easy sell. Mm, mm, mm. Something there. But then obviously, you know, the AEW lineups are, are, are pretty strong for him. But I've been saying this. Something about him in WWE just it's more I'm not a W I get this critique, right? That I'm a I'm too loyal to WWE. I'm too nice. I'm too easy on them. No, I just focus on the things I like, and if something sucks, I don't pay attention to it. That means it's not over, right? The worst thing you can do about something is not saying anything about it at all and just blow it off, right? And there were some things on SmackDown this week. I was like, eh, and then they had a great match. That's it. That's what I focused on. And then someone says, why didn't you crap on this? I got that on Twitter the other day, yesterday. I was like, why didn't you go after – why do I have to go after something? I'm not going after something. I'm going after the things I want to see. And Positive mindset. Yes. I'm not, I'm not – but I'm not, like, uncritiquing. So I'll continue to do that. I'll, I'll enjoy wrestling first, and then I'll analyze it later. Uh, so, but I think Kenny Omega in WWE has a lot more exciting matchups to it. It has a lot more possibilities. There's a lot of things we've only seen a little bit of in the past there. In terms of matchups, you're talking about the best bout machine, right? Are you going to get him in Cody again? Are you going to get him in the Bucks again? You're going to get him in Hangman. Uh, him and Hangman have probably had a match or two at one point. You can do them as a big yes, singles. Right. You're going to get them in Jericho. You're going to get stuff you've already seen. You've already seen it. Like uh, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying those matches can't be spectacular. I'm not saying it's a match that I wouldn't want to see. But the first is the first. You know what I mean? The first time Omega Styles, WrestleMania, a match he said he wants. He wants that match. He used the word WrestleMania. Okay. Him doing stuff with Xavier Woods, an up, up, down. You can do that a lot easier when you're on the road with the guy. You want to be a big video game celebrity? You want to do that? Can you do it? Can you do it with WWE a little bit quicker? Or can you do it with All Elite Wrestling? We'll find out February 1st. We'll have a better idea you what this what, is going to be. They did say the Young Bucks had a six-month out in their contract offering. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Omega has that same out. Six months gets you... To WrestleMania and after, sure. and then you're a free agent again. You can go do whatever you want. That's appealing, and, too. And, and why not just do it? Why not just do it for, the, like, a handful of big matches and just have it? Just say you, you work WWE like Sting did. You know, like, it was to, to him, it was like, I'm only going to do this for a little bit. Let's let's try and make as much money with this and make this as special and unique and memorable as possible. Uh, someone saying, I heard he turned down a WWE contract. We've heard that, too. But then when you hear him say something large international platform, it's just fun to spe- it's fun to speculate about about what could be a possibility. I don't think it's clear cut. I think WWE is seeing all these different things line up, and I think they're 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 going to run their horses around, man. This is not something they're going to take lying down. I don't think WWE is in a position right now where everyone's oh they're scared they're scared. Have you heard this? Have you heard that Vince is scared? Oh, Vince is scared. He's scared. I've heard the term scared. I've heard desperate. I've heard fearful. You know, I think there was a story in The Observer this week that said 
WWE is now saying, hey, if you can show us a paper offer from another company, we will double it on the spot. Is that is that scared? Is that desperate? Or is that competitive? That's old school Vince McMahon. Hey, pal. That's competition. Yeah. Does that does that sound scared to you? No, I think it'll wake them up because they've been unopposed for so long that they're going to have to do something. But I don't think they'll ever be on the ropes again. You know what I mean? Ron Fantan texting and says, WWE can't sign everyone when they can't book or write 30 wrestlers on the main shows. You can't do this. No, you focus on the thing that you don't like and you don't focus they're, on the They're thing booking you don't. 60 people in two matches uh, next Sunday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so come down. You'll be all right. You'll survive it. Uh, people want to see that battle of the former Bullet Club leaders and AJ Styles and Kenny Omega. That would I'll be something go special. Away. Why can't Finn Balor be in that inclusion? Yeah. Finn Balor is the Bullet Club leader. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be something special. I, I would be into it. Uh, But speaking about this, this coming in, texting in from Terrell, we do have notes of just other guys on the other side of this conversation in the WWE locker room that are reportedly upset from multiple sources, specifically Fightful.com, doing great stuff. Big shout out to them. Uh, They reported this week of several wrestlers being unhappy with their deals. But let's run these down. The Wrestling Observer reported on Monday that the revival in their gear after a, uh, after a victory over Lucha House Party, asked to be released from their contracts, reportedly. Uh, now, has that been granted? I don't know. And then on top of that, you have Maria and Mike Canellis, who are concurrently on 205 Live. They have reportedly asked for their releases, along with Dolph Ziggler. Now, Dolph Ziggler has not asked for release. We don't know that for sure. That's nothing to report about that. But the interesting thing about Canellis and Dolph Ziggler is they both have t-shirt stores on pro wrestling tees not under the wwe banner whatsoever uh and the dolph Ziggler, specifically on twitter has changed his name to his real name mike nemeth so nick nemeth nick nemeth, nick nemeth excuse me uh and then he's promoting a t-shirt that he's selling for his upcoming comedy tour with his brother so interesting stuff there four guys that everyone thinks could leave wwe and go to all elite wrestling or could have a potential to do something like that you know, I think what's interesting here is that Ziggler was offered a producer role. Kind of saying, like, WWE was going to phase him out anyway. Ooh. I think Ziggler needs to go. Not too many people I'm advocating going to All Elite and leaving WWE, but Ziggler is up there for me because he never got the chance to be the guy. And I think for a while he had that potential. And there's been so many times when he's been so close and he's had amazing matches but never – you know, he's had those big wins, but never on, on a huge stage. You know, never never for a very long period of time. And then he had, he had injuries. He had different things that kind of came in the way. There was different circumstantial things that did it. And every time they would kind of start and pull that trigger with him, it wouldn't get there. I recall him having a really, really great match at No Mercy. for It was title or career, I think, at No Mercy. And that, that was fantastic. So you can't deny that the guy isn't capable of having amazing matches. I also thought that, that, that Iron Man match he had a few months ago that everyone just wanted to go count the clock down and, and botch all over it. You know who botched on that was the crowd who just wanted to, they wanted to turn on something, you know? Uh, and, and he's definitely, you can't say the guy doesn't go out there and go for broke. And this is a guy who doesn't look like a million bucks and looks like he can turn heads. So if you get him, you get, you, you get him, but you don't get the name. You're going to get some, you're going to get a different name. So there, there's going to be some finagling there. You're going to work around that. Well, 
Listen, Ziggler is one of the few guys whose real name is so much cooler than any worked name you could give him. Nick Nemeth. And I think when he was in FCW, he was calling himself the natural Nick Nemeth. Mm-hmm. That just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Uh, people all people also bringing up all these different things here. <laughs> Maybe we're going to see Generation Me. <laughs> the young blacks have to go by right. Generation Me. No, they're not going to do that. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Richard Pone saying Kenny Omega did a lot of great stuff in, in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Like the time Kenny Omega wrestled a 10-year-old girl, the time he wrestled a dummy. Uh, that actually was not in New Japan Pro Wrestling. It was, was in, in DDT. DDT. Yeah, it was in DDT. Those, those are viral video classics, which were out long before he was big deal. A lot of people joining us. If you're uh, watching and streaming with us for the first time, you can get your comments here on the screen. This is Wrestle Zone Daily, the most interactive pro wrestling talk show. A lot to get to. We're talking about possible names leaving WWE, going to All Elite Wrestling, guys jumping around, a lot of different things happening here, a lot of money out there. All right, so we're getting into all these pieces coming into play. Kenneth Barfield texting, he said, Vince McMahon is a millionaire. Vince McMahon has the XXL, the NXT, Money at Raw, SmackDown, 205 Live. Trust me, Vince McMahon will buy his competition. We all see it happen. I got, I got him right here. Right here in the palm of my hand. I I remember that. You got to understand something, guys. You're jumping to the end of the Monday Night War in a story that hasn't even been written yet. Gotta love it. Let it write itself. They're also jumping to him being scared. They're jumping to, they're referring to Vince as someone they know by a first name basis. Uh, You know, all all this ridiculous stuff. This is the type of situation where so many people who don't follow wrestling and maybe follow it here and there, but want to say they do uh, and say they watch New Japan, but only watch Wrestle Kingdom, uh, are coming. You know, you know this is going to happen. I talked to my friend Steve. He works at Hot Topic. He says the Young Bucks are going to they're going to run into <laughs> Royal Rumble. Uh, so you're going to have all those people coming out there. It's it's all right. I'm I'm used to it. Uh, but in general, you guys are all into this. People asking this, uh, big, James Espanto Fernando, great listener. He texts in and says, Big Kev, what do you think of Ziggler's comedy? You know, I haven't seen enough of, of Dolph Ziggler's stand-up to have a great view of it, though I do understand from working with other comedians, he works really, really, really hard at it, and he does a bunch of different sketch work, and he's done, he takes it very seriously, puts a lot of energy into it, and also is working clubs. So that's a guy who's working, you know, stand-up's not easy. It's not an easy thing to pick up and, and do. But this is a guy who's been hustling and, and trying to make it work. So I can ad- admire that. I haven't seen it enough to have a you know a, a point to say whether or not he's good. I think the I, real question is, when are you opening for Dolph Ziggler? You're not the first person to ask me this. Um, you're not the first person to ask me this. So uh, I can tell you this story. Should I give it a little bit of a scoop? Yes. Okay. This isn't too much of a scoop. So uh, Victoria, that people know in, in wrestling circles, used to have a restaurant here in town. I've mentioned it on the show before. Squared Circle, great place. And it's pro wrestling pizza place, and they would have all the pay-per-views and all the different things. You could watch every night of wrestling, all the UFC. And it was really, really fun. And I would do stand-up comedy shows there. And they were kind of obviously wrestling-themed. And we lined one up, I think, where it was going to be there the night before – some type of show that WWE was running about 45 minutes away. And we knew that Ziggler had started doing stand up. 
and we made some we made some reach outs, and it was just something where it just couldn't line up. It was just a travel situation. Now, no one said he was going to do it. Or, no, no, no. But it was something where we tried. It just didn't come together, and it was something where we were, we were no one told us, but we kind of assumed, and when we approached about it, and Victoria didn't approach about it, we, we reached out to her and other people that she knew about it. And it was immediately, but we're like, don't say he's going to be there. And we're like, oh, no, 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 we wouldn't do that. We would want it to be like a run-in, and it would be really, really cool. But it didn't happen, and I would love to be able to make something like that work. But you should definitely check out his comedy if he's coming through your town. and Check it out. Let me know. Let me know. If you go to see him live, let me, let me know what you guys think of it as well. Um, <clears throat> uh, Matt texting in says, hey, guys, today's my birthday. I'm 36 years old, Troy, Missouri. Kansas City, but I'm cheering for the Chiefs to win the AFC Championship and go to the Super Bowl. Uh, thank you, Matt. You're a great listener. Appreciate that. People wishing you a happy birthday in the chat as well. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> people bringing up a lot of different things that they would like to see happen with Ziggler and AEW. People are already booking it. They're already booking the angles. They're already they're already saying what's going to happen here. You know, they're already ahead of it. Chris, Green, Chris Green saying, I think Bischoff should join AEW as a talent, not actually in charge of anything. <laughs> All right, so we're, we're so specific. Yeah, because what we need is a 60-plus-year-old Eric Bischoff. And I love his podcast, but you need him for his mind, not for his character work <laughs> at this stage in his life. Um, uh, I'm already getting requests to have Becky Lynch come in and clear out the chat of all the people talking trash. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Huss brings this up as we're in the discussion of all the different guys that want to go to WWE or go to AEW and Kenny Omega's in the middle. and What's he going to do? Well, I can tell you there's guys in WWE that want him there. I, I know that for a fact. I know that for a fact. I know some off the record have expressed it, and, and sometimes we get, we get news that we can't share, all right? But I don't think I'm giving away enough about that. One thing I can tell you is Seth Rollins at the Ace Comic Con uh, did not make it a, uh, a quiet, off-the-record thing. He said, point blank, when asked, who outside of the WWE do you want to have a match with? He said, point blank, I want Kenny Omega. I want to prove I'm the best wrestler in the world. He says it. He's doing it outside of WWE. I want to have a match. I want to defeat him. I want to be the best in the world. And it was a, an audible, ooh, in front of a crowd of a couple thousand people. He was very calculated in what he said. He was very. He took a pause before he said it. Uh, I think there was a little bit of a reservation of like, eh, can I say this? Yeah, I'm going to say it. And I remember when I reported that and put it up on WrestleZone, I think we had 25,000 people read that story in 45 minutes. So it was something where when you just have people excited to hear the idea of that coming from one of the wrestlers' mouths, now, now we're getting interesting here. So that is another match. You have the Styles match. So, like I said to me, there's a lot of big money matches for him in WWE. That would be uh, be interesting. I'd be into it. Let's go to more of your questions here. Uh, Brendan Herrera says, if AEW flops, what would the impact be on the people that invested in it? I don't want to say it's going to flop. We don't know if it's going to flop. We don't know well, what's going to be yet. That's that's like well, I said, like, we're rushing to it. What would the impact be? You take a loss, mm -hmm. you know, you kind of lick your wounds and. On to the next one. It wouldn't be small. I mean, they've already put a lot of money into this thing, and there, there's going to be some guaranteed money that guys are getting simply just not to sign with someone else. You know, you're good, you're going to have holding money in this point and just kind of period. Um, and how are you going to make that money back? And I don't know that. But I, like I said, I don't know what that loss would be. It's too much too soon to say those things. Gary Pier Gary Persons, he's of the persons. 
Uh, he is a person. Do you think Omega was going to AEW? It would be announced right away for hype, but with WWE, it would be best keep to seek his uh, keep his, uh, a secret till his debut. So how would you well, do here's it? Here's the thing, person, persons. He's got to keep it secret anyway because yeah, he's under contract. It's value. He's under it, contract for the next what two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, his deal reportedly is up at the end of February, so some people think that would rule him out of making an appearance at the Royal Rumble. Uh, so that would be a big, big way to debut him. They did that with a, they did they did it with AJ Styles, and it really moved the needle for him. And surprises are something that people want in the Royal Rumble every single year. They've almost, I wouldn't say they booked themselves into the corner with that, but I mean, if you have a Royal Rumble where, where there's no surprise entrance, people are like, "What? Come on, man! What a surprise!" Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. But if you got Kenny Omega coming out of your birthday cake, man, woo boy, that would be something special. Uh, let's you get... heard it here first, folks. He's coming out of a birthday cake. <laughs> People ask me, is Nishad Dewar signed with AEW? No, he signed with Ring of Honor. He just launched a new stable there. He's going to stay there. People have seen him in the elite group. They're wondering why he wasn't. They had a whole episode where they kind of wrote him off and they said, you're not going to be on our web show anymore and we'll see you. Uh, no, he's with Ring of Honor for at least the next year and a half. Uh, I'm waiting to see if CAW is a stable more than a promotion. You know, this is a big point that people have brought up to me. Okay. So in terms of signed talent that they have, they're basically all friends. So you're going to have to have some of these guys break up. Is elite going to be a stable within their own promotion then? You know, like, so like who who are you going to face? How are you going to make that dynamic? So that's interesting. Do you have to drop that coin? Do you have to turn some of these guys on each other? How do you do that? Uh, and another I don't thing, think Cody wrestles right away. That's how I think they're going to do that. He doesn't wrestle right away. I don't think so. Well, the thing about that's interesting, specifically about Cody Rhodes, is the story he he brought to the table with All Elite Wrestling, saying there will not be a team of writers for All Elite Wrestling. What we do know is that Tony Khan is the president of this. Will be kind of like overseeing creative, and he'll be working with the Bucks and Cody on it. So they're, they're, they're basically booking their own angles and their own shows and stuff like that. And there won't be a lot of writers. I, I'm not saying you need writers, but I definitely think you need some median in terms of consistency with story and making sure your points get in. So that's where I think you need a writer. Maybe you need a producer. Maybe they don't have writers in the traditional sense. Um, so here's where I might come off as a little bit too critical. But at the end of All In, they said, this is our vision of what we can do with pro wrestling. But what did they really do? They presented cool matches, but the one thing they didn't have was stories. So is this going to be a story-free show? You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. It's going to be sports-driven. So, I, I mean, they keep saying it's going to be sports-driven and wins and losses are going to mean something. I think we're going to get a really Americanized version of what's going on with New Japan Pro Wrestling. You're going to see whenever a champion comes out, you know, New Japan always has that graphic where they talk about how many times the guy has defended the title and that he's the 5th or 15th or, you know, 43rd person to hold this title. Those things are going to be important. Tony Khan is a big guy who's invested a lot of money in sports analytics and stats and numbers will mean something. You want to talk about numbers not meaning anything. Look how much money WCW made with that Goldberg angle, where they're running up all the victories he had and stuff like that. They're going to bring it in there. <clears throat> Jerry Kerr would say, I wish AEW all the success if they are a serious promotion will only make WWE better. Yeah, a lot of people are just excited about the idea of just competition. Competition being in there. 
Yeah. Uh, people asking, uh, how many stars would Big Dave Meltzer give a, a Rollins-Seth Kenny match? All the stars. He would give them all the stars. He would, he would run out of stars. There aren't enough stars in the sky for what he would give Rollins and Kenny Omega. Not enough stars yeah. in the sky. Uh, yeah. Four stars in America, seven in the Tokyo Dome. You know the, <laughs> you know the <laughs> it, it would get five stars in Japan. You, you better believe it. Uh, well, so a lot going on there. A lot of hype, though, for the Royal Rumble. Pretty stacked card. Two Royal Rumble matches, one for the men, one for the women. That's interesting as well. You get the special setting of Chase Field. You know about this? This is a big baseball park. How are they going to set that up? How are those guys going to get out into the ring, like, really quickly if they – there's some talk that they're going to make their entrances through the dugout, which I think is just awesome. Like if they don't have That'd a giant really stage, cool. they don't have a giant stage and they just come out of the dugout. I'm sorry. I'm way into that. I just think that's cool. If you're in a baseball diamond, you should play that stuff up. But they haven't done that like in terms of aesthetics. Like you aren't seeing like a big baseball logo in there or anything like that. It'll probably just be a giant ramp and they'll bring back the carts like they had a couple years ago. Yeah, they did the that in uh, San Antonio, right? When they were in t- when they played yeah. the Yellow Dome. Yep. So yeah, got to do it for the big fellas, right? Big Joe's got to ride a ride a golf cart down to the ring. Do they have the ring carts? That was that- Big E had to ride. Big E had to ride a golf cart. <laughs> well, you didn't see it. They just you just they would just make their entrance, get on a cart, and go down. Right? That would that would be it. Uh, they showed it for a couple of guys. I think Big E in particular. They showed him on the golf cart, <laughs> making his way down. Yeah. Uh, Chris Green asking, did I see the Nigel McGuinness special? Yes, I did. This is a really, really great special that kind of sells Nigel McGuinness as the best wrestler who is not going to sign with WWE. You're never going to see him in the ring uh, for medical reasons, and that's kind of all laid out in the show. And it's really, really tragic, and it's almost bittersweet. But it's also uh, heartwarming to see how how – um, how he's bothered by not being in the ring and and now being a commentator for WWE, but how much he's still driven by just being around wrestling and working around it and producing it and, and telling the story that's going on there for the fans at home. Uh, I think he, he's done a great job on commentary. He's a fun guy where you you take what he says seriously when he especially he talks about the, the 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 physical details of this move means this and this is why this means this and this is going to happen and 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 here his pairing with Mauro Ronaldo is really special as well and the work he's done with Vic Joseph is great too so I mean me as a broadcaster I appreciate people who can make that transition I, I just got I just got to think it's heartbreaking for the guy I remember I remember covering him a little bit uh, on Rumble Radio back in the day coming out with Ring of Honor and he would just rock people every other match he was just decking people with clotheslines and taking the same amount of punishment. And at some point, I think that kind of caught up with him. And you can only take those risks so many times until it just kind of takes it takes something out of you that you can't get back that you're going to need if you want to go to WWE and be on the road like that all the time. And I'm not going to critique somebody for how they live their lives or what choices they make because he put on great matches. He's one of the greatest – like if they sell him as one of the greatest wrestlers who's never signed with WWE, that's – that's perfect. That's a that's not a bad thing to be referred to as in wrestling. It's well worth seeing. If you haven't seen it, it's definitely one of the best uh, specials uh, that you should check out uh, on the network. Uh, ju- jumping into other news we have up now at WrestleZone.com. A lot going on, just uh, little stories in the world of wrestling you should check out. Congratulations are in order to Nikki Cross and Killian Dane. They have announced that they are engaged. Happy couple there. Correction. Correction. WWE.com. Posted that they're married. They're married. They're they married. recently got married. Uh, yes. Okay. They're married. So they kept it quiet, but you know what? Those two uh, 
Those two crazy people are crazy in love is what they are. Those two crazy kids are going to make it work. Um, Those crazies. <laughs> MLW has signed a TV deal with Ego Television in Israel. Another another mover and shaker outside of WWE. Mortal Kombat 11 had a huge streaming announcement today, just showing off a lot of different game footage. I know you're a bigger gamer. A lot of wrestlers were around this thing. Ronda Rousey was revealed to be the voice behind Sonya Blade in the upcoming Mortal Kombat 11. Cody Rhodes and Brandy, Brandy Rhodes were on the kind of broadcast side of it. They made an appearance. Xavier Woods was there. Zelina Vega was there cosplaying as well. So this is a big streaming event from the West Coast. A lot of viewers for this. A lot of viewers. Big streaming audience for this thing. Uh, what do you think of Mortal Kombat 11? It looks very violent. It's yeah. a very beautiful looking game, very violent looking game. And it was really cool to see wrestlers be giant nerds. Mm. Like the New Day is all in cosplay and Zelina's in cosplay as well. Cody got a picture with Xavier who was just in like full regalia. So you might not even know if it, if you didn't know it was Xavier, you might not know. Yeah. And just awesome to see nerds be nerds. Nerds being nerds, y'all. Nerds being nerds, man. You got you to nerd out. Um, yep. I can also tell you we have some special exclusives at WrestleZone.com covering WOW, Women of Wrestling, the only all-female televised program in pro wrestling. And this is going to be the only one right now uh, that you can get on national television. We have interviews up with... Al, uh, Al, Abilene Maverick, most people know in the Texas area is Barbie Hayden, and David McLean. I mentioned this at the top of the show. You guys should go check these out in our podcast feed. Those are up at WrestleZone.com as well. Very interesting conversation with them uh, in terms of where they want to take this thing and how long they've been developing to this. This is not something that just came together quickly. And they also have some real backers by it. We talked about how the Khan family is behind something. Uh, Jenny Bose, who is the owner of the Lawson... <clears throat> I was talking so hard, right? The Los Angeles Lakers. Then you have also Mark Burnett with MGM Television. You have a lot of people involved just with this one show that they're trying to get off the table. And then it's paired on Friday nights with New Japan Pro Wrestling and Legacy MMA. So, I mean, that's not a bad lineup to be a part of there. Friday nights on Axis Television. So, a lot going on there. A lot to see. A lot of big stuff. A lot of little stuff. Maybe there's something huge that just popped off at WrestleZone.com. But, you know, everyone wants us to ask, answer the questions. They all want us to answer their questions, right? And if we don't answer their questions, you know, we're a, we're a big jerk, you know. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, we can tell you Maria Canales has responded to the rumors of her possibly uh, leaving WWE along with her, her husband, Mike Canales. Uh, <clears throat> they can bring this up. This is this one's pretty crazy. She's going off on all types. Oh, this is a thing. Here we go. You want, you want to see these? Oh, Lord. Everyone thinks they know yeah. every everything. Ha, ha, ha. It's social media, not autobiography. Uh, so this is responding to a fan. Why are you so excited? You asked to leave the company. So that, that's her checking somebody. Social media fact check. Mike never went to rehab anywhere. He was on the road with me rehabbing. We were on house shows. He never took time off for rehab. He worked through it. Good, good on him. Sobriety is important. Social media fact checked. I worked for WWE for six years before I got pregnant. I worked for sports entertainment for 14 years before having a baby. Good check. Social media fact check. WWE has been super supportive of me as a mother and a superstar. So people that are trying to run off with some narrative that they want to figure in themselves, she is going to put them in their place. Good stuff. 
good stuff. Yeah. Uh, she didn't actually say whether or not <laughs> they asked for their release. Yeah. Uh, you dropped it there as well. This headline is uh, reported here. This this one coming from Wrestling Observer that WWE is told certain indie stars that if they can provide an offer from another company, such as Ring of Honor or All Elite Wrestling, they will beat it. We will beat your competitor's offer if you bring it in. Uh, going even further, they will also double it if the talent agrees to sign a deal on the spot rather than continue negotiations. That is vintage 1980s on taking Ted DiBiase from Crockett. Vince McMahon <laughs> material there. I like it. I'm listen, into it. Well, listen here, Ted. You know, I mean, I understand Crockett wants to do something with you, but think of what we could do if we went national. You know, you could be the million-dollar man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, a lot of stuff there. In that, that's a very loaded thing there. We were just talking about and this. Reportedly, that's all due to Bandito. That's how big of a star Bandito was slated to be. I am told that Bandito, a man who has a Bandito mask that covers his his complete face, is a very strikingly handsome man. Sarah Shockey. Sarah Shockey of the Marty and Sarah Love podcast. Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling podcast. I can't speak at all today. I'm so sorry. Uh, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling's Sarah has said what she has seen of Bendito in locker rooms. Well, she hasn't seen there in the intimate moments, but what she has seen of him, that he is stupid hot, that he is stupid hot man. So uh, Ring of Honor has themselves a stupid hot man. So let's get into it. <clears throat> Let's get into your questions, though, guys. We'll roll through them here as as, as we can. Uh, shake up soon, isn't it? Well, the shake up's already going, guys. Shake up and wrestling is rolling right now. Let's jump into WWE questions. Chris Green asking, "How do you think they get Rousey Lynch at Mania with Becky facing Oscar at the Rumble?" Well, let's lay it all out. I think Oscar wins. I think Oscar wins. I think Oscar uh, can can get uh, the momentum she needs to set up a match for herself. At WrestleMania by beating by beating Becky. Now, is that a clean win? We don't know. But that doesn't stop Becky Lynch from coming out there later that night in the Rumble and getting that big win. I think that one's pretty simple. And also, Chris, you didn't mention the name of the queen. You didn't mention anything about Charlotte Flair in that statement. And I think if we're getting anything, it's a triple threat. <laughs> this one's a doozy. This one's a doozy. You ready for a doozy? Give me a drum roll for I'm a big ready. old doozy. Oh, man. All right. So the Fast Food Royal Rumble will be streaming on free for view, a.k.a. Twitch, through GameRevolution.com and WrestleZone.com. This is our ridiculous farce of a match that we will simulate in WWE 2K19 as our Royal Rumble pre-show. It's a Fast Food Royale Yumble in which we take all of the fast food mascots and put them in one match. Some of this has started uh, organically, even though we're talking about non-organic foods, all right, with you in the chat. It was one day. We just started doing this. Uh, we will reveal more names for that big match in this. But I was asked a pretty ridiculous question. I'm trying to get it to pop up here on the screen. Uh, it just flew by me here. Will Vince McMahon watch the fast food Royal Rumble? Will Vince, maybe someone named Vince, uh, anyone named Vince could watch it. You you know somebody named Vince who so could say that we have a guy named Vince watching the show? I don't actually know anybody named Vince. Do you, Kevin? All right. So if you're out there listening to the podcast or watching this live stream, <laughs> if you have any friends named Vince and they're on Twitch, could you make sure you get them to watch this so that we could say 
proverbially, because it's not a lie, that Vince watched watched the Fast Food Royal Rumble. And if we do that, we'll say that Vince is watching. And then we'll get everyone to be jealous. I'll say this. If you're following American politics right now, you know, fast food is very in right now in the the world. (laughs) Look at this one. We can get Vince Russo to do it. Yeah, we'll have to pay him some money bro, to watch it, though. Bro, 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 I love this bro, I mean, really, stuff. you need more sex appeal. Why isn't this match a Happy Meal on a pole, bro? All right? I, I get it. She's Aunt Jemima, but why isn't she covered in syrup? <laughs> bro, it's got to be sexy. It's not working if it's not sexy. bro. People are changing the channel. The belts are just props. Um, so yeah, there we go. <laughs> so we're jumping to all your questions here. Uh, big Kev, will Carmella and our truth use their number 30 spots? Will they use them? Yes, of one course of they're going to use will. them. Yep. One of them will. One of them will. What do you mean? One of them will explain. Catch me. Up I, I listen, we both know that the number 30 spot in the Royal Rumble is a very coveted spot. Yes. Do you really see our truth? And not Kenny Omega, not The Rock, or anybody under the sun coming well, in at number 30. The new spot is the 29th spot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, nah. I think, but I also think there's something to be said for doing a lot of stuff after you get everybody in the ring, you know, and having that fun mini match segments after you have the 30 guys out there and really go into the match beyond, you know, that you could do. Like, they did that one year with. Jericho and Sheamus, and it was really, really entertaining when they had those two guys at the end, and they kind of had just like their own one-off, like individual square off. They did that with uh, Undertaker and, and uh, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels. And, yeah, in like 2007 or something like that, and that that made for a really special moment. I think you can get into those type of things, and you don't have to have our truth there. You can be there for. I'll say flat out, that's my favorite Rumble match because of that Shawn Michaels Undertaker spot. Yeah, I remember uh, Undertaker busted open that. We're being asked about Sasha Banks versus Ronda Rousey at Royal Rumble. What do you think of this match? Is it being built properly? Are you excited for it? I'm more into this than I have been in the last few Ronda Rousey matches. I am too. I think it's it's odd that Nia Jax was slated for this, almost like how Braun Strowman was slated for Brock, mm. and they've replaced them with two more popular superstars, and it's just up the ante. You feel like you're going to get a good match. Mm-hmm. I don't think Sasha's winning, but you know, I feel like I'm going to get a good match and a good progression in that four horsewomen storyline. Because if we don't see Charlotte and Becky kind of look at her and go, you better kick her ass. You know, I think we're going to get some of that at the Royal Rumble. When do you do that? When do you do that match? When do you have that match? You know what I mean? Like that's Maybe like, I, I right, like these right questions. She's walking out, you know, she's got her gear on. She's ready to head to the entrance. And Charlotte and Becky just kind of shoot her a look like, you better go. You better Mom, be ready. You better, you better bring it home, you know. Uh, I enjoyed uh, also Sasha lighting up Ronda saying, you throw up the four fingers because you're a fan. <laughs> I was just like, ooh, going for it there. All right, jumping into more of your questions here. Where am I at here? People just booking everything here. How about you get someone with the last name McMahon to watch? In terms of just getting noteworthy people to watch our ridiculous streaming farce of a match hours before the actual Royal Rumble. You know, I think they're a little preoccupied with a bigger event in Phoenix, but we'll try. We're being asked what does... 
What does the winner of the Yo- the Royal Rumble Yumble face at fast food WrestleMania? Let's just get through this one ridiculous thing before yeah, listen, we decide guys, that. If this goes well and it's we all get it. enough people to watch, yeah. we'll, we'll go further with it. Just let us get through this. Right now, it's all you can eat. Right now, we're just going to eat this one. We're going to go to the buffet table and <laughs> see how we clear this thing. All right? All right? Let's just fill our belly once before we try and fill it again. Uh, some people saying Kevin Owens beats up Art Truth, steals his spot to go win in the Rumble. A lot of people thinking this is a platform for a big return from Kevin Owens there. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I think we've been seeing a lot of pictures of Kevin Owens. He's slim, he's trim, but is he ready yet? I don't know. Some people bring up the outfield pool that is at Chase Field. It is in the uh, the very hot hot, dry desert of Phoenix, Arizona. Does someone get thrown into the the outfield pool in Chase Field? That'd be an entertaining moment. I think it would be, but I don't know who it would be. Mm, yeah. Who do you throw in the pool? Yeah. Some people think Paul... Who's ready to take a bump in the pool? <laughs> Paul Roma, number 30, is going gonna, is gonna to be there. Yeah, some people would say in that. Ugh, that's iconic, man. Talk <laughs> that, about a horseman. Yeah. Talk about a horse... Please. Uh, yes. So it's pretty entertaining here. Do you think Becky Lynch or, uh, Becky Lynch or Flair will cost Ronda Rousey's match? You know, that comes around, you know, that could come around. That would be, that'd be interesting. Cause you know, Becky Lynch wanted to interfere in Charlotte and, and Ronda Rousey's match. Then we're getting, then we're getting something else at mania. If you're going to, you're going to set some big things up here at, at Royal Rumble going into Mania. We're going to know at least two or three big WrestleMania matches after the 27th. We're going to have a very clear idea of that, too. Yeah. <clears throat> ah. Craig Michael John Thu checking in here saying every... Pick a first name, bud. Yeah, pick one name, pal. Uh, Craig Michael John, CMJ, texting in here saying every match on SmackDown this week gained under 1 million views. Mandy Rose's sexy scene had 2.3 million views. Sex sells. This is an interesting right. thing here. Let's get into this. This is an interesting concept. Uh, this has come up this week, uh, not just within WWE, but in uh, several different spots and was a point of discussion when I was on the Impact Media call today with, with Gal Kim, which you can see at RussellZone.com. And that was the reintroduction of sex appeal. Are we are we going back to that? We had this random segment this week on Raw that seemingly, at least from what we know so far, didn't have any storyline setup or consequence, and that was someone walking into Alexa Bliss's locker room and she's changing her shirt. She she has to cover up. Uh, it was weird. All right, and then we had we also had a a, a, a segment that has nearly a million views now on YouTube. Over an Impact Wrestling with Scarlett Bordeaux, a woman who point blank says, I'm going to make wrestling sexy again, and did a, a, a lap dance for one Scott Steiner. And it got a lot of attention. And uh, it seems like that is an odd thing, is people are going to be getting competitive here. People are rounding the wagons, and what's the provocative, you can't, don't change the channel type thing you can do? Are we going to get back to that stuff? And then people say, oh, the Attitude Era is going to come back. No. No, 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 it's not. It's not going to come back. Uh, but it's something of interest. Is this something that's coming back to the table, Robert? I think I've been saying it all week. There's nothing wrong with a different form of empowerment through sexuality. I don't think it's going to come back completely because we have way too many women who are good in the ring yeah. to just have them be 
a sex appeal and that's it. Yep. But I will say this. I got a funny comment from one of my buddies who said, this Mandy Rose, Jey Uso thing is ridiculous. If for nothing else, but, but she's covered up more in the towel than when she's actually wrestling. <laughs> so is there really something appealing there? Uh, no. The appeal is what you're not going to see. You know, it's it's burlesque, dude. It's being teased. Teasing. That's that's wrestling 101, baby. Teasing and not pleasing and getting them to come to town. Getting filling those seats, whether it's in front of a television or in the arenas, man. That's that's kind of the appeal if you're going to be doing that. Uh, I, I like the things that they're trying. I don't think it lasts for long, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Well, Ben Cliff, calm down. Wipe the drool from your mouth. <laughs> This comment, which, Scarlett Bordeaux in sexy lingerie, Alexa Bliss with no top on, and Mandy Rose in sexy lingerie. It's a sexy lingerie, no top, sexy lingerie sandwich. What a week to be a male wrestling fan. Which brings me up to another comment said by a buddy of mine that I cannot say, but it's about wrestling fans and their odd habits. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Chris Green saying, when, when, why didn't Jimmy pull a double cross and send Jay to the hotel room? <laughs> send you your smart. twin brother. You send your twin brother. <laughs> listen, uh, listen, Jimmy. This is she's coming on to me real hard right now. So why don't you uh, kind of jump on the blonde grenade here? <laughs> so go figure. Uh, but yeah, they got two point three million views. That's Everyone says that like the, the these things don't work. You know, got a lot of views. We were talking about you know Rey Mysterio, Andrade, hardcore wrestling fans got sent home happy. And guess what? If you're a total divas fan, you just like the gaga, you just like the the up and the down, the wildness, the circus of it. You got what you wanted. Yeah, I agree. People saying women empowerment is having more choices. Yeah, true. People bringing that up yeah. as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Don't don't be creeps, guys. Let's just not be creeps. Can we just can we all collectively do that? Can we all just agree? And this is why we can't have nice things because the creeps are gonna come out. Can't have that. No, we can't have it. The creeps come out at night. The creeps come out on the stream. Gotta gotta love it. Uh, so a lot going on as well at WrestleZone.com. Our feature New Japan Wednesdays is up, covering everything going on with the Fantasticomania. And what could be the future of all the guys that are staying with New Japan and what, what they could be presenting on WrestleMania Week at Madison Square Garden. So that is up as well at WrestleZone.com. Did you know that the great author of that, Mr. Ross Berman, mm-hmm. also wants you all to know that China should be in the Hall of Fame? This was a discussion that got a lot of people talking yesterday on yesterday's show, which is something we only touched on for like 60 seconds. Because we're just so used to who should go in the Hall of Fame. It's a, it's a common question we get quite a bit, right? And so a lot of people brought it up to us. So I, I and everyone's like, yeah, that, that you should go with China. I would be very surprised if they went with her, though. As a publicly traded company, considering China's past outside of WWE after her run there, I could see them having some trepidation about doing that. And then uh, also there's some people that, that say, well, WWE doesn't like to do a lot of posthumous inductions. They they prefer to induct people that are there to accept the award. And maybe sometimes they only like to do that for one person every year. And so you, I, I don't think it's a matter of if China deserves it. Yes, she absolutely does. There's no debate there. When it could happen, I, I'm not sure. You know, But if it did, it would be a very special moment for her family and for fans of her. And also... A very influential female wrestler. She really broke down the wall, the broke down the walls, 
uh, to borrow a Chris Jericho phrase, in terms of of what what could you know could be a very seen as the first real legitimate figure, the legitimate feared female figure in WWE, and that's special. And someone who's a part of that, like her, should be revered that way. Who puts China in the Hall of Fame? You know, a lot of people could put her in the Hall of Fame. You know, Triple H had a relationship with her. Person for that job, to me, it's got to be Hunter. Yeah, or Shawn Michaels. Uh, Shawn Michaels was involved in her career quite a bit as well. He was there. Uh, X Pac uh, also performed with her in in Degeneration X. You have a couple of people who could definitely go for it. People bringing up Taker, China, Kaufman in the Celebrity Wing. Happy birthday to the great Andy Kaufman, the legendary Andy Kaufman. Maybe he's watching. Andy would like to think he's still watching. He's still around, hiding under a mask. I absolutely think he's still watching. And he might be in uh, a great position of power, and we just don't know it. Yeah. Uh, people asking, are we going to get a show before the Royal Rumble? Yeah, uh, yeah. Food Royal Rumble. You're gonna, we're gonna do two previews. <laughs> this is ridiculous. We'll do a preview, uh, likely on the Friday before the Royal Rumble, which would be the 25th, January 25th. We would do a big special there. We'll also do like kind of like a Rumble draw. We'll do like a live draw of like you and I will kind of pick who we think is going to win, and we'll do all our slots. And you guys on the podcast will be able to play a game. I'm trying to figure out how we can fit up, we can set up a game. WrestleZone.com. So even when you're watching the Rumble, the big Rumble match in the pay-per-view, you can be like, oh, I got my got my numbers. You know, everyone plays a Rumble game, and it's the best part of it, too. You ever play a fun Rumble game during the Rumble? I'm in one this, I'm in one this year. What What's the setup? Because everyone can be different. What's the setup? You're like, uh, there's one I had where it was beers. You get like a 30 rack of beers, and they write the numbers. So once the number comes out, like you get a certain number, but then you kind of know, or like a certain wrestler that's announced you get their name underneath a beer, and you can see it, and you have to, like, all right, I got these. I have these numbers. So once the, this comes out or something like that. And so, like, if your so guy we've gets – uh, We've entered slots, and there, there's a pool. It's a Royal Rumble pool. So we paid for a spot. There's slots. We're going to draw numbers. And if we're lucky and our number wins it, get a little uh, bump. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, people asking who is confirmed for the men's Royal Rumble. A lot of big names are confirmed for it. Cena, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, Drew McIntyre, Kofi Kingston, Big E, Xavier Woods, it's all in the new day, Apollo Crews, Baron Corbin, Elias, Jinder Mahal, uh, along with Andrade, not Cien Almas, R-Truth is guaranteed the number 30 spot, Jeff Hardy, Bobby Lashley, uh, and so a lot of big names there, but a lot of names that are left open. Confirmed for the women's battle royal, Bailey, Sasha Banks, Natalia. Sasha Banks may be out of that match. Maybe she's not in Sasha's that match. Sasha's out, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Ember Moon, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan. So you have the three of them. I think actually Ruby Riot and the Riot Squad could actually make a big uh, big mark in this match. Alicia Fox, Mandy Rhodes, Sonya Deville, Selena Vega, and Carmella. So a lot of different storylines you can play with there as well. I think Naomi will get in that in that match at some point just to chase Chase, uh, chase down Mandy Rhodes. Whip her with the towel. Stay away from my man. Uh, so that was we're going to see a little well, bit of that. Let me ask you, what do you think about that and- Andrade? Just being Andrade. I don't. I don't. Think, I don't think it's that big of a it's, deal. It's weird to me. Like I think how they. I think how those names are changed. They did this to Cesaro. Uh, this happened to Rusev as well. Where that's the word I hear is that's just a, a random. Uh, a random McMahon call. That's I want. I want to change it. I want it simpler. I want. I want it something that's a little bit more cu- clear cut. 
And it, it's certainly something that is simpler. I mean, you have a guy who has three, you have three first names. Come on, now, pal. You got to settle on one thing. Uh, but then there's other guys that have it. Uh, I also think the name rolls off the tongue. Andrade, Cian, Almas. It, it has something to it. Uh, but Andrade isn't that bad. It's semantics. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, so I, I don't think it's it's like a huge change. You know, like Daniel Bryan at first felt really corny compared to Brian Danielson. But then Daniel Bryan is something so much easier to cheer than Brian yeah. Danielson. <laughs> like, like, like Daniel Bryan. As silly as that sounds, it's true. It's, it's so much easier to chant. Uh, so that, that kind of makes it. But let's get into it. Let's get the hype machine going. Let's microwave it. Let's get that burrito going. The fast food Royal Rumble. We talked about the real Royal Rumble. Oh, it's going to be fun. And I hope you enjoy your Royal Rumble party. But let me tell you, you asked about a preview show. We're going to have it with our friends at GameRevolution.com. They are our sister website. They're going to join us for the fast food Royal Rumble coming up on the afternoon of the Royal Rumble. And this is going to be pretty ridiculous. We're going to have it streaming on Twitch on Game Revolution's channel. So look up Game Revolution on there. You'll see the logo. It's a G and an R and has a star with it. They have a lot of great content up there if you if you love a lot of different stuff. I know they're working their way through uh, some of the more classic Resident Evil games this week. So you want to check that out. And you're going to watch this. We're going to give a preview of Royal Rumble. Uh, so we'll run down the match. And then we'll simulate an actual battle of all the fast food mascots. And let me tell you, Robert Tefilis and the Competition Committee of Competition has been really cooking up some stuff here. It's some, so we have some new names. We have some new names to confirm for the fast food battle royale on the afternoon of January 27th. Who do you got, Robert? That's right. You know, we've been having a lot of fun. We've been talking about Aunt Jemima and Wendy's. But best food is for kids. Yes. And you know where it's a real cool place to be a kid? Where? Chuck E. Cheese. <gasps> We got Chuck E. Cheese? We've got the Chuckster. We've got the original cool rat. He's not a cool cat. That's Chester Cheese. He's in there too. We got the cool rat and the cool cat. Maybe they team up. Who knows? We'll see. Wow. Wow. We've got the Chuck E. Cheese. Charles E. Cheeserton. He will be there. Cheeserton. Um... (laughs) Some people already making predictions here for the big fast food Royal Rumble, thinking Hamburglar steals the show. Well, if he needs anything like Repo Man, that's possible. People, they're going with the Burger King, the Burger King. People want to know if Orville Redenbacher will be in the Royal Rumble. Love those suspenders. (laughs) Love those suspenders. He get a great pop. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, See what you did there. Uh, Bill Church saying, uh, uh, will Batista make a comeback at the Royal Rumble? The fast food Royal Rumble? No, man, he ain't around. He eats clean, but he eats clean. I don't think he'll be in the match. I don't think we but he will be in the, the well, possibly be in the real Royal Rumble. I don't want to say he will be. Yeah. I, We're hearing stuff. You want to talk about big surprises? That would be a, that would be a thing. Don't, don't drop the whole lead there. Come on now, Robert. Give away a little scoops. Not, none, of that uh, ra- none of that Raisin Bran scoops. You're giving away a new scoops. All right, this one here about the fast you know food. What? Go ahead. You know what? You want a scoop? Scoop How about it up. Some ice cream. Mm-hmm. How about Mr. Ice Cream? Jack, he's in the box. What? And he's coming out of the box to get in the box at the Fast Food Royal Rumble. And by box, we mean the ring. <laughs> the, the, the squared circle box. The squared, the squared circle box. 
James Fernando, great listener, says, who is sponsoring the Fast Food Royal Rumble, Stridex Pads or Mountain Dew? Um, no one is sponsoring the Royal Rumble. Let it be known that we've been told legally, we have to say this whenever we talk about the Fast Food Royal Rumble, that it is a, sat- a satirical parody uh, and that none of, none of these characters, which are owned by corporations and various different media groups, are uh, there. Uh, again, uh, no one has endorsed this. This is not an ad. We are just trying to have... We're just nerds making a fast food Royal Rumble. I don't understand why we have to do this, but we do. Uh, so just let it be known. It's parody. It is It is comedic. It is for the ha-ha, not for the serious. <laughs> enjoy it, and then enjoy the real Royal Rumble. I got asked uh, again. I got asked again <laughs> this question this morning. <laughs> I, had someone message, I had someone message me and be like, hey, dude, so how did you get that? together and i was i was like we're doing it we're doing it on a video game you could you this, <laughs> it's a, it's a joke, this is something bro. where if you're like us where you had no life you could put it together <laughs> like, and, right. and uh that's the market we're going for uh yes people uh saying chuck e cheese reps for all the weekend dads <laughs> the weekend dads yes yeah <laughs> He only gets you on the weekends. He's got your tokens. He's got great. He's got subgrade pizza. Get ready for the original ring rat, Chuck E. Cheese. I'm getting ready to do. I'm getting ready to do the video that we're gonna put out for this. Where all the I've talked about this. Where it's gonna be like all the characters. So it's like it's like the Burger King, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> The Grimace. <laughs> like, I'm just going to keep going through all of them as much as I could. People want to say, will Cookie Puss be in the Yumble? You know, you're from the Northeast. You know about Cookie Puss. So we do not have Cookie Puss or Fudgy the Whale. So sorry to say. <laughs> what is However, Cookie? Tell me about Cookie Puss. I've heard about this. I know the Beastie Boys did a rap about this. So it's, I believe it's Carvel. Okay. Ice cream that had, you know, uh, Cookie Puss which is like an octopus kind of cake thing. And then there's Fudgy the Whale. Same thing, but it's a whale. Yeah. Uh, people, Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Uh, t- Do we got too many sweets. We got to keep it focused on the fries, man, the fried food. Green, the, uh, green Giant. We've uh, reached out to the Jolly Green Giant, and we are told that we can physically not fit him inside the arena. That's the- And uh, I've mentioned this before. I know it's fun to say. Oh, you got the giant in there. Giants don't win Royal Rumbles. No, Andre's never won one. Big, Big Show's never won one. You got a Grimace. You've got some bears and you've got a tiger. I don't think you need a Jolly Green Giant. Uh, we're being told we don't own the copyrights. Oh, well, God, God we bless know. you. Thank you for letting us we know. Hold on, hold on. Be- Benjamin A. Jones, thank you. I was, I was thinking for a second there that I was rich and I owned all these chains. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, Robert, will there be a Royal Yumble preview? Would like to be able to download them. Are, do you, could- so here's the thing. You can. However, this is being done via PC. Okay. So I, I don't know. If you have a PC, absolutely, you can download them. Mm, mm. The Grimace will not be making a surprise return. The Grimace is in the match. He's confirmed. The Grimace is confirmed. He's the big purple machine, and he's coming for the fast food Royal Rumble. (laughs) 
Uh, Twinkie the kid will not be there. He's made of marshmallows in the inside. We don't want to. We don't want anyone getting severely Let, injured. Listen, guys, no Twinkie, no Kool Aid man. If he takes a bump, he's gonna spill and die. We can't have those casualties. We just can't do it. People want to see Mary McCheese versus the Burger King and a Yappa Pie Strap match. I don't know. I, I in an apple pie strap match. I think that was <laughs> pretty good ones. I think. Uh, uh, I think Mary McCheese has got it. Where did you get apple pies? <laughs> uh, major Magic will jump. Uh, people say Major Major Magic will jump Chuck E. Cheese in the parking lot before the Yumble. I love how, Bro, I love, I I love how people are calling major it. Magic is, but yeah. that sounds like one hell of an angle, and it might happen at the fast food Royal Rumble. You know, this is like like I said, this is so dumb, but like playfully dumb. <laughs> And I was talking to you yesterday. I said, why didn't we start calling this the Yumble from the beginning? <laughs> like, why, 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 why didn't we do this? Why didn't we figure out the stupid Yumble thing for the other stupid thing that we're trying to do? Uh, and then I had to talk to the great Paul Trombono. I, Trombono, I think I'm saying his name correctly. Paul is works with Game Revolution. And uh, we, had a, we had a group text with him today about this. <laughs> And I have to be like very serious, but like I, I want logistically, I want to, we're going to do this, 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 and here's, uh, we need this. And, and, and he goes, so what exactly is this again? <laughs> like he had to like be emphatic about it. I was like, well, maybe you should listen to our podcast and see how silly and ridiculous this thing is. And a stream that we do for like maybe a couple dozen people and a few thousand people that actually listen to the podcast. Thank you guys for doing that as well. We've had a lot of people uh, tweet at us and send us messages and emails about different. Yeah, some people are actually sending emails about this, which is odd too, uh, about really? what this is. A handful, not too many, but but enough enough for me to be like, all right, well, you know, if this is something that's gonna be fun for uh, a lot of you, here's the thing though: we really want you to make this special. You guys can make this special, so we're trying to hammer down all the details. And if it's not something you watch live, share it. Please just try and. Don't make us feel like we wasted our time because <laughs> it's, so, it's so, like I'm losing my breath talking about it. People want to know if Pizza the Hut is going to be there. No, he's in Spaceballs. We can't get Pizza the Hut. Subway. We have some really, we have some subpar pizza mascots. The mascots are great. Yep. The pizza's subpar. They're hoping to win this thing so they have something better to hang their hat on. Mm. Being asked, uh, am I going to be the color commentator or play-by-play guy? Uh, are you most of a Jesse Body the Ventura or a Heenan? I would hope I could be a Heenan. Um, I, I, we will be doing live commentary. We will be doing live commentary of this very legitimate sporting event, which will be simulated in a video game. Uh, so this is a new, a new moment that maybe I, I could remember in my broadcasting career. I went to college for broadcasting. And I, I called the damn fast food I, Royal Rumble. I introduced Jimmy World at a sold-out House of Blues. I've worked at Lollapalooza. Oh, yeah. I've worked at all. name-dropping. He's name-dropping Jimmy Eat World. But the, what does Jimmy eat when it comes to fast food? He eats the world, baby. He eats the world. I know he's all world. about the sweetness. But really, what does he eat in the fast food Royal Rumble? All right. So here's the thing, guys. This silly, silly, ridiculous thing that we've come up with on our podcast. You have to make it a big deal. You have to. Yeah, you really uh, do. All right. So I want you to get out there. I want you to start talking on your own feeds. I want you. I want you to make people get that FOMO. 
Nothing makes you want Taco Bell than when your friends said they just went to Taco Bell. You got home. That's true. You got home. Your your gal, your guy says, "Oh, sorry, I wish you got home earlier. I went. I went and got pizza." And you're just like, "I want pizza." All right. We want that passion. We want that passion. Sunday afternoon, the yumble. You best be ready. You best. You best bring your napkins. You bring your antacids because we're gonna fill that tummy up with a whole bunch of fun. Let's get in a honey nut Cheerios. Tums because there's some acidic food that will be tumbling over the top. Of the <laughs> this is gonna be ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, Domino's Pizza. The Noid will be representing Domino's. The Noid will be in there. Yes. Will the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man be in well, the Rumble? Will have Fairy Doughboy. I hope that suffices. I think that'll suffice. I think you're right. Uh, people saying, "Have you secured Jared from Subway?" I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dignify. I'm not gonna dignify that with a response. Okay, <laughs> I had a funny one, but go ahead. What do you got? What do you got, oh, Robert? He was almost number thirty, <laughs> and he ran into Chris Hansen, and that was about the end. Of- <laughs> Okay. That's it. I'm done. Bye. We're done. I'll see you. I'll see you guys. See ya. <sighs> Once again, the opinions expressed by Robert DeFelis are not those of Russell's uh, own or parent company. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. You guys are cracked. Yes. You've done this. Yeah, we You've all done this. We, we're getting a text here from John texting and John saying, you guys are cracked. Yes, we're like cracked magazine. We're mad magazine, dude. This is what has happened to us. We've now been reduced to making puns about fast food for the last month and a half. And now we have to go through with it. Um, Bill Church, Captain Crunch will scratch the bejesus out of all the contestants' mouths. <laughs> I, Love it. And you see, I don't know if the men and women, because this is an intergender rumble, mm-hmm. will be saying, crunch ties me, Captain. I think they want to stay away from the crunch mm-hmm. of Captain Crunch. Yeah. Well, he, you think he'll do Crush's Cranium Crunch finisher? You think? Oh, come on. What, what, it's a given. He can only do the head vice. You know, but that doesn't win the uh, match. Not when you got to get him over that top rope. Uh so I'm being asked here if I'm going to be the Gorilla Monsoon to your Heenan or the Jerry the King Lawler to your Jim Ross. Mm. Now, if, I, if I'm going to be the play-by-play, I, I'm a fan of Vince McMahon. Ooh. I think we'll be saying a lot of, whoa, what am I doing? What am I doing? One, two, oh, he almost got him. It would be like the most simple basic move. It'd be like an atomic drop or something like that. And he would hook the leg. He's like, one, two, oh. Got oh, him. oh, he got him! Yeah. No, 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 only two. No, no, it was only two. It was only two. Uh, and, and his voice would go up all the way, like out, out of nowhere when he would do that. Uh, for I, I love Gorilla. I love Gorilla Monsoon. I think Gorilla Monsoon was a great broadcaster. I love. Uh, I'll throw some Gorilla isms in there. Yeah, his uh, very specific references to parts of the body that no one uses in conversation. Oh, he's got. Uh, I'll be doing it. He's he hit him in the solar plexus. <laughs> he got him in the trapezius muscle. Like like just odd hey, references. Yeah. He cracked him right on the back of the external occipital protuberance. There. <laughs> he got him right in the bread basket. No, that is a medical term. 
<laughs> What's the bread basket? I don't even want to know what that is. Uh, you think a gorilla Mon- for Gorilla Monsoon? You think it's a banana bread basket? Because mm, mm, mm. he's a gorilla. <laughs> ridiculous ridiculous oh we're being told that someone made us a logo let me check this out i'm trying i'm trying let me see if i can find this give me one second while we're on the live stream i know i'm I'm, uh trying to find this while while we're doing this this is so professional thank you so much uh give me one second here and pull this up so robert uh, how much work are you putting into this thing man this is a lot you know i i was told today that i'll be the one streaming it okay so quite a lot all right quite a lot of work Oh, this is kind of neat. Uh, the fast food Royal Rumble. I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna share this on our Facebook. Carl Burma sending this in. Carl, uh, great listener of the show. Uh, he has combined different letters from all the different logos of various oh, yeah. brands. That's awesome. And it says fast food rumble. This is really – Carl, thank you so much, dude. This looks thank so you, cool. Carl. It, thank you, Carl. It's thank in, you, man. Yeah, this, this is actually really sweet. I, I'm, I'm really into this. And we'll share this over on our Twitter after the show. Uh, where can we watch the Yumble? All right, we're settling in on the Yumble name now. Uh, you can watch the, the Yumble Rumble – the fast food in your tumble rumble. Uh, this is going to be at russellzone.com. It's going to be at gamerevolution.com. And it's going to be on Twitch. So even if you don't have Twitch, you can watch stuff on Twitch. You, can, you don't have to be on it. Now, if you want to comment, though, you kind of have to have a Twitch account there. Uh, you don't have to pay to get a Twitch account. This won't be a premium stream at all. Um, another thing is we're going we're gonna to download the video as soon as we can to try and get it up online. And also, we will have a uh, Royal Rumble post-show after the Royal Rumble pay-per-view, the WWE one, the, the actual wrestling match. Uh, and we'll try and make it special as we can. Uh, so we're, we're really into this, man. I think, we, I think we have something that's either a gigantic waste of time or a wonderful waste of time. And I'm going to go with both. How about that? Either way, it will live forever in my memories. I'm being asked if Oreo Speedwagon will be performing at the fast food. <laughs> 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 no, actually, All right, that's, actually, that's a wrap. That's I, a wrap. I can yeah. confirm. I can confirm that we have the Red Hot Chili Peppers. We have the Red, <laughs> <laughs> we have the red Hot. Chili Peppers. Uh, <sighs> yeah, California. Right? People, people want the yeah. McRib ladder match. Uh, 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 you want a ladder made out of McRib? It's not not functionally sound at all. Um, yeah, it'll be delicious though. Yes, the Royal Yumble will be an epic match of delicious proportions. People asking, are we going to have this silly rabbit from the Trix cereal commercials? He is confirmed, and he looks creepy. He looks creepy. I'll tell you that right now. He looks real creepy. Yeah. He's in. He's in. Uh, <laughs> this is really mean. People saying Impact is moving to Live Journal. <laughs> Well, I didn't even know live journal was still a thing. So God bless you, Ron Fontaine. You have taught me something today. Uh, we also have a big scoop here. Count Shakira will be in the Royal Yumble. He has been training with Gangrel, uh, so a lot, a lot of, a lot of time there. Yeah. So Gangrel had a had a history in battle royals. He eliminated Jeff Jeffrey from Toys R Us <laughs> in a battle royal via an Amazon Prime package to the face. <laughs> This is ridiculous. This thing, we've gone too long today on the show. I think we, we've we've done it all. Uh, uh, Kevin, yes, I, I, I love you. You put you spelled WrestleZone wrong on the bottom. There. All right, whatever. I, I I'm I'm flowing through all these things here, man. I, I I got people 
telling me about uh, that the fast food Royal Rumble will be too sweet and too sour, depending on what sauce you prefer. Uh, so just a lot of ridiculousness in this whole thing here. I appreciate all the support that you guys have with this and texting in and just enjoying it. Share the link with your friends. Let people know about the show, all right? Uh, the more reactions, the more way you guys can click on everything helps us get up as well. If you like the podcast, give it a five-star rating. It's on iTunes. It's on Google Play. If you don't listen to the whole thing on the video, maybe you can check out the audio. Hopefully that transfer is over for you. We're trying our best to make this a very, very special thing here. Uh, so, And also, if you just listen to the podcast, you're only going to be able to see this thing in video form. I don't think this will play out at all if we just put up audio. That would be ridiculous. Um but, yes, definitely keep following us on Twitter at WrestleZone.com. Uh, we're also on Instagram. I'm starting to do some more Instagram live videos and all that fun stuff as well. Uh, so check out everything we got going on over there. Robert, what do you got? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DudeFelice. That's D-U-D-E-F-E-L-I-C-E. Check out TimeKillerApparel.com where you can get all your nice hardcore you know if you go to a hardcore show yeah maybe not the fast food royal rumble buy a t-shirt i i would buy th- some I w- skulls i would I, w- I, w- I would think you'd have you you have a pop punk pizza t-shirt it's perfect that's right that's right perfect for the fast food royal rumble there, yeah. i gotta tell you it's a blast doing this love you guys love Kevin, you too buddy awesome. uh, thank you buddy love you robert uh you guys can check me out uh january 26th i'll be in holbert indiana doing stand-up comedy at the Hobart Art Theater in Northwest Indiana in Chicago this Friday. Headline and Shakers on Clark, a club that's been very, very good to me. And you guys can check me out there. That show is free. That is this Friday at Shakers on Clark. I will then uh, be at the Hobart Art Theater on January 26th, the night before the Royal Rumble. So if you're in the Midwest, you're driving through, reach out to me on social medias. We'll, we'll, get, a, we'll get a drink. If you guys actually Kevin, listen. I, yeah? Are you going to work a bit about the Fast Food Royal Rumble into your comedy Oh, now, you're getting breathy. You're almost you're almost too nervous to make me do it, Robert. Now I kind of have to do it. I kind of have to. I, I think you should. I think I will. Uh, thank you guys so much for your support. Appreciate all of it. Remember, most importantly, please enjoy wrestling. <laughs>